0: Welcome to Fierce Female Radio, I'm your host Estelle from FierceFema.co.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fears, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance and spirituality. everybody and welcome to another episode of Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host Estelle. I'm a healing and empowerment mentor and I am just so goddamn excited to be here with you guys on the podcast. It has been a minute, but I'm really really excited for this conversation, for this episode because this is something that I feel is um, very front of center of a lot of people um, in terms of where they're at and what they're really wanting to bring into 2024. And it got me thinking because when I ran a in-person um, women's circle um, towards the end of last year, one of the words that came up when we, um, we set our intentions with the circle and what we're wanting to call in and a lot of the conversation was around change this idea of change and transformation and growth and moving beyond this point of where you're at now. And so I wanted to take this time on this podcast episode to talk through how to actually create real change in your life in 2024, right? If you're wanting some, if you're someone that's wanting to create change, if you want different circumstances in your life, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's within your own internal world, like your confidence, you know the way that you show up, if it's in your career, if it's in your finances, if it's in your living circumstances or in your environment, whatever it is, we all are seeking to have some form of change. And I think that's healthy. I think that's necessary. So this is going to provide you with a little bit of a roadmap in terms of how to go about that and how to actually categorize that um, for yourself because it can feel like a big thing. Um, but I want to kind of put it into little bite-sized pieces for you so you can kind of go through that process and so you can move move closer towards that vibration of change and that actualization of the change, okay? Also, guys, if you ever have any questions about my podcast episodes, I am always here for a chat. You can DM me over at fiercefemale Co on Instagram and I'd love to hear your takeaways or anything that you got out of the podcast. Um, it really helps kind of infuse, you know, what our next conversations are going to be like on the pod. So, yes, make sure you get in touch. So, okay, change. Let's talk about this. So, in terms of actually actualizing the change and how we experience it um, and how we can actually make that change last, we're going to be discussing some tangible steps that you can take, right? The first thing to really think about, a lot of pressure behind that. There's a lot of expectation that when I get that thing, when I lose the weight, when I meet the guy, when I buy the house, reach that income goal, get that job, oh, everything's going to be so much better. My life is going to be so much better. Like it's just, I can't wait for that. That's just going to make everything, go, everything bad go away and everything good is going to come from this one thing. Now, often... That's just not going to be the case, right? So that's where I think it's really important to disconnect a little bit from the from the change that you're wanting to create, right. And this is where we need we do need to have the passion to fuel that desire. We need to truly understand and we need to truly want that change. otherwise it won't happen, right. Like it's it's not going to manifest if we're just like haphazard about it. If we're just I'll take it, I won't take it, whatever, that type of energy is not going to bring forth the thing that we desire. Um, but the issue with putting that thing on a pedestal is that we, because we get so focused on it, we delay our happiness, right? We delay our feelings of fulfillment, of enjoyment, of love, of power until we reach that goal. You know, and so it's like we don't give ourselves credit. We don't give ourselves love, approval, respect. We don't see the magnificence in who we are and what we're doing until we achieve that very thing. And the problem with that is that there is always going to then be another thing. So, you create that change, you know? You get that job. You reach that high income goal. You move across the country. Okay, amazing. That's going to feel really good for a short amount of time until it becomes your new normal. And then it's normalized. And then you're going to want another thing because that's just how we're wired as humans, right? And so, what I think is really important is to understand that, first and foremost, in order to create real change, in order to experience something different and have something different, we need to be someone that's different. We need to be someone that's different because our internal world shapes our external world. So let this be an invitation to you to give yourself the time and the space to focus on you. How you desire to feel before you look at your goals, before you look at your wants, and everything in between right how do you decide to feel how do you desire to live your life you know your internal world is a mirror of your external world so you have to be willing to bring awareness to the thoughts that you think to the emotions that are constantly playing out for you this is what's going to give you the clues but the thing is what happens is that we can sometimes really busy ourselves so much in the action piece of our goals like if you think about actualizing change actualizing your manifestation there is a very key component which is the action but when we make that 100% of our focus and we disconnect from our internal world we disconnect from our emotions we disconnect from our triggers from our intuition from our groundedness, all of those things, we lose ourselves, right? And we actually start to attract things that are not in alignment for us. So can you focus on your inner world? You know, if you notice certain triggers coming up, can you work with that? Can you read books? Can you become more self-aware, Can you get involved in places and spaces to help you cultivate that level of awareness, that self-awareness, to help you heal some of your wounds, to help you kind of change your thought patterns? This is the really important piece, and this is something that we're going to be diving in a so much deeper level in my program, Untaming Her which is a healing group coaching experience, which is all around healing your past wounds, reclaiming your peace and potential and coming back home to yourself. And this is really like what I like to call like welcoming in your soft girl era, right? This is this is for you if you're done with the hustle culture, you're done with people pleasing and dialing down your personality. You know, you've dabbled in, the personal development space, manifestation, you've done some inner work, but you're ready to go deeper. You're ready to integrate, right? And you're ready to drown out the noise of what other people think you should do, of what you think you should be doing and zoom in on your values, your innate wisdom and personal authority, right? This is for you if you're sick of lacking clarity and you're constantly feeling that confusion, you know, but instead... You're ready to come home to yourself. You're ready to elevate. You're ready to free yourself. Because when you, when you work on those internal aspects, that is true freedom, right? That is true freedom. And in my program Untaming Her, we do a deep dive and understand your childhood, right? Your past, the culture that you've been brought up in, the society that has framed the way you view yourself. Right. We look at your mother and your father wounds and healing those We look at your attachment styles, you know, and really kind of allowing you to enter this realm of, of self liberation as you come home to yourself, as you heal those core fears and wounds that have been the veil that have been like this veil over your perception of what's possible of the way that you live your life have been kind of driving your life. And so we really support you in that so you can expand, so you can grow, so then you can make those big, beautiful, bold moves that are in alignment with your purpose, with your potential and with your power, right? But we have to do that inner work first. If you're constantly on this cycle of burnout, if you're constantly in the cycle of people pleasing, for example, no matter if you reach the goal, you're still not going to feel empowered. You're still not going to feel strong. You're still not going to feel like a different person because you're operating within the same cycles. You're just using that cycle to achieve a goal. But ultimately, it's not going to help you feel any better about yourself because you're still operating within the same wounds. So this is about true freedom, right? So anyway, if you're interested in this program, I'm going to pop a link in the bio. Um, It is, I just am so excited about this. It's going to be a really beautiful, safe community. There's going to be workshops. There's going to be healing practices like meditations a group broadcast it's going to be epic so there's going to be more details for you guys in the show notes you can click on the link in the bio okay so that was one piece in order to create real change the first is looking at your internal world and being able to sit with yourself with your internal world as opposed to just busying yourself with all of the actions and with all of the movement and one thing I will say to that is that this year I did something really different in January. Normally January 1st like hits. I'm like a frick like go, 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 go. Like some sort of a race or something. And this year was really different for me. I really grounded myself in the new year's energy. Um, I really gave myself space to contemplate what it is that I wanted for the year, how I wanted to feel, what my goals were. I was still kind of in this like reflection space and it was really beautiful because you know I made a kind of a declaration to myself that this year I the moves that I wanted to make, I wanted them to be really anchored and really powerful, not just moving for the sake of moving. And so that brought about a really different grounded, powerful energy for 2024. And yeah, I this is something I just wanted to share with you because I think that sometimes when we can ground ourselves um, in woods, It allows us to create so much more, I guess, like productive, efficient, more meaningful results when we do actually do the aligned actions, right? As opposed to just moving for the sake of moving. Okay, so another thing in order to create a real change in life in 2024, we have to be able to shift our habits, right? You know, your habits create your... Look, there's this beautiful quote, actually, who who wrote it, um, Brianna Weist, And she says, your habits create your mood and your mood is the filter through which you experience life. I'm going to say that again because it's so rich. Your habits create your mood and your mood is the filter through which you experience life. So it is time to reassess your habits, okay? And I love to do this on a regular basis. And you can start with your morning habits, right? You can start with your morning How do you wake up in the morning, right? Do you grab your phone and scroll reels or TikToks moments after you wake up? Do you watch the news or just like have all these text messages that come up on your screen? You know, maybe you don't touch the phone, you know, but maybe you kind of go into thinking about all the things that you need to do for the day. You know, how do you start your day? Because... This is setting your brain up for reactive mode, right? It's overloading your nervous system when you wake up and you're in reactive mode or when you wake up and you look at your Instagram, when you look at your reels, like it's actually who says this? I think it was Jay Shetty where right? he said something like if you scroll, like scrolling in the morning, like first thing you do in the morning scrolling is like allowing 50 people to come into your bedroom. because it's true because you're allowing the energy first thing in the morning, that precious, beautiful, fresh energy of the day. You're giving that away to all of these random people on the internet and their energy and their opinions and what what they're doing. Like what a waste, you know, and it's overloading your system. Imagine having 50 people in your bedroom when you wake up. (laughs) So I say this to you to be really conscious of the impact that your habits have, especially those ones in the morning and in the evening, but all of them, right? But they say that the energy that you have, that you're sitting with in the morning and before you go to bed is the most impactful because the energy in the morning sets the tone for the day and the energy you have before sleep sets the tone for the next seven, eight, nine hours of which you're sleeping, right? So do an audit of your daily habits. Which ones bring you joy? Which habits drain you? And, you know, Start small. Start small. Um, and just see kind of what unfolds. I know one of the habits that I'm shifting is I'm trying to make sure that there is more movement in my life. So there is quite a lot of movement already. Like I have got two little kids, (laughs) but introducing more movement in my day, you know, so more nature walks. Like I love being out in nature, you know, more nature walks, more time outside. How can I infuse this more in my everyday, you know? Taking supplements in the morning, taking supplements at night. I have a beautiful um, bedtime routine. It's really simple, but it really works for me. And that for me has made a huge difference and has impacted my sleep. And has allowed me to kind of finish off the day in a really calm, grounded place. Sometimes I don't have a lot of time to focus on myself throughout the day. And it does feel go, go, go but I know that I have that time at the end of the day to really ground my energy and have that beautiful form of completion. So just looking at your habits will really really help you. And one thing, like if you're wanting to change something, um, you're noticing that you're doing it regularly and you want to change it. I think it was um, James Clear's book, um, Automatic Habits is great if you want to dive into this work more. And one of the things he says is if you want to change a habit, one of the things you can do is replace that habit with something else. So let's say, for example, if you want to reduce your coffee intake and you notice that you're drinking four cups of coffee and, you know, it's not good for your nervous system, you know, before trying to eliminate it, can you drink tea instead? Can you have two coffees and then the, the other two, can they be tea? Like trying to replace it as opposed to eliminating it straight off the bat. That might be a good thing for you. Um, I could talk about habits and I'll probably do another habit episode. I've got a few more um, if you scroll down in the previous podcast episodes, but um, I think I'm going to do another one coming up because it's definitely been the focus point of a lot of conversations. So habits in order to create real change habits, create your mood and your mood is the filter through which you experience life. Okay. And also one thing I will say when it comes to habits as well is that little habits like over time compound, right? So think about your relationships, right? How having dinner and a conversation with your partner after work compounds over time, you know, you or you playing with your children, like just that 20 minutes of play, of reading, you know, taking one step each each day on a creative project that builds and compounds over time. Just like working out, you know, you don't just wake up with a hot toned body, like it's small steps towards that each and every day. So you know, the thing is to recognize that these things are less visible, like you don't get that instant hit. Um, It's not like the big drastic sexy moves that draw us in, Um, you know, the fad diets or the get rich quick tactics where we want the instant results. But instead, you know, can you find enjoyment and pleasure and confidence from doing the habits, you know, where you start to kind of shift your focus away from the desire and instead leaning into the joy of the process where you're not working out to get that hot body or to get that, you know, toned butt, you're working out because it makes you feel really good. Or you're drinking the the tea because it's it's a grounding exercise, you know, can you really infuse that element of pleasure and joy in your habits as opposed to it just being like a means to an end, right? Because I guarantee you'll be so much more inclined to follow through with those those kind of healthy habits or those higher self-habits. Okay, definitely gonna do another, another, another episode on habits. Okay. So we said in order to create real change, shifting our internal world, um, healthy and higher self-habits. And then the third point is perspective. So the way that you view your world is the very thing that's going to change your world right, the way that you view your world is the very thing that's going to change your world. Your perception is everything. Because with your perception, that links to your energy. That links to your thoughts. It links to your actions, your decisions, your relationships. If you perceive, the way you perceive something is so critical to how you're going to create the change around that very thing, right? And this is where a lot of people kind of get it wrong because they're so zoomed in on focusing on what isn't working. And then they look at the contrast of that and then they think like, so say for example, let's say your work is not in alignment for you and you're wanting to find a new job. You're wanting, to, you're wanting to get promoted or you're wanting to get like a job that's more aligned for you. Maybe you're pivoting your career. But instead, you're focusing all of your energy on how this is not working and you're letting that charge you towards getting a new job. But the thing is, if you started to shift your perspective, if you started to look at things from a lens of, OK, how can the job that I, current ha- that I currently have right now, how is that building my skills and my capability? I'm just using this as a random example. How can this build my skills and my capability? How am I growing and developing in this role? Are there some relationships that I can really build and cultivate that are going to help me in my in my career moving forward? You know, are there some like learning and development opportunities that I can really tap into at the moment um, that's going to help me be more attractive for the next role? You know, looking at some points of gratitude. Is there some things in your current role where, you know, maybe you've got a great relationship with your boss? Maybe you've got a great relationship with your coworker or there's some flexibility that you have that you never used to have in your role, like allowing yourself to see things from a different perspective. This is not to say you're not going to look for other jobs. This is just to say, wait a second, I'm going to look at things from a higher self lens. I'm going to look at things that are looking from a perspective of things are actually working out and that this is... This energy, this lens of like abundance is going to fuel you and is going to help you look for opportunities that are more in alignment with your energy. If you're in a space of scarcity and fear and anger because you're frustrated and you're angry that this job is shit and it's not working out and I'm not getting enough opportunities or my pay is crap or whatever it is, you're going to be infusing that energy when you're looking for other roles because we get more of who we are, not what we want. So how can you start to embody the very quality, the very skills of the person that you want to be in this new job? You know, will you be showing up angry and pissed off in this dream job of yours? Hopefully not, right? So can you start to be that person now? That, and I went on a a whole tangent there, but the whole point of that is for me to say that there's so much power in your perspective. There's so much power in your perspective that choosing to believe that everything is working out. And that there is a place and a time and a space and this universe is like orchestrating this beautiful thing and it's all part of the plan. That is a very different energy than my job is shit, things I'm working out, I want a new job. Like you still desire the change, but it's coming with a very different um, kind of emotional, spiritual, um, you know, I'm going to say also behavioral lens, Right. So important for you to shift your perspective towards that higher self version of you, towards that most aligned self, as opposed to the lack, as opposed to the scarcity, as opposed to the fear. And the next powerful thing that's going to help you create real change is the micro moves. So I touched I touched on this before when it comes to habits, but the little things truly do compound over time. Like you know, people would often say to me, oh, you know, I've had two kids and people have to say, how did you lose weight so quickly? How did you bounce back so quickly? La la la. And for me, there was no one thing that I did. This was small things over time. And firstly, it wasn't even a very conscious thing. It was little things, little habits that I did every day. And it wasn't just for the body. It wasn't just eating healthy and it wasn't just moving, even though I incorporated movement as much as I could running around with, you know, two little kids. Um, But it was also the mindset piece. You know, it was also like the small pockets of meditation, the small amounts of time that I had with myself, the time that I had to regulate my nervous system. So then I wouldn't, you know, grab a packet of chips because I was stressed out as an example, like there's so many different pieces, but what I want to say is the small things compound over time, you know? So give yourself grace, know that the little things are adding up. You know, I remember when, um, I had this idea for my podcast, right? And I, this was originally an idea and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like, who am I to like, what? Like, I don't even understand how that's possible. And this is when not as many people had podcasts. And so, That was like a fear that I needed to sit with and work through. But then when I decided, no, like I'm doing this, like I need to do this. And it was just like small moves every day. Like I just, one day it was okay. I'm going to write up a to-do list of all the things that I need to do. Okay. You know, step one, like what is my podcast going to be about? Okay. Like step two. And you know, what is the value that I'm bringing? Am I going to interview people? Am I going to do solos? Like what's the name going to be like? small things every day that I was just ticking off and working towards and then you know each week I would do a new podcast episode and then out of nowhere you know only a few months after launching my podcast hit number six in the Australian um, Apple podcast charts under the self-improvement category. Now that was crazy like that was wild but it was just it didn't just happen out of nowhere there were small things that i was doing behind the scenes in order for that to happen just like there were small things that i was doing in order to um you know drop weight after my after my two kids and feel he- healthy and fit and strong so just know and this is like with anything if you're studying if you're starting a business like anything the small things compound over time so really try not to be just sidetracked by these I like to say like these sexy carrots that are always dangling in front of you on social media or, you know, in the world, telling you that these big hit wonders are going to create all this change. Like it's the small things and it's often the things that people don't see. Okay, the next thing in order to create real change, pleasure over pressure. Okay, I love this concept so much because I feel like so many of us are driven to move by fear and by the pressure and by this urgency of, oh my God, you know, if I don't do this thing that I'm not gonna be successful. Or if I don't, you know, get this, hit this next level, um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I won't feel good about myself. And so everything is like driven by this like pressure and this urgency and this fear. And it's like, can we move from a place of love? And I get that, right? Sometimes like we're in a painful situation and sometimes the pain is what gives us the charge to move. I'm not saying that that's not something that should happen and that does happen in some circumstances and that can be a great motivator, but in your day-to-day life, I think it's important to recognize that you want to move from a place of pleasure and that when you do, when you do that, and this is a very kind of like feminine approach as opposed to this wounded masculine approach, you get to move from a place of divine feminine and can you Can you get so excited and can you think about the possibilities and the opportunities and the love and the connection and all these things that are going to flow as a result of this beautiful change that you're trying to create, as opposed to, oh my God, if I don't get this, then this will happen. It's a very different energy. And that pressure can often compound. And often a lot of people don't move from pressure. A lot of people can freeze, right? they can freeze. And so you can often find yourself feeling very overwhelmed by the pressure of things and then you freeze and then you stop and there's no movement. So instead, if you can flip it and try and look at it from a place of excitement and pleasure and joy, you know, can that drive you? Can that bring you forward? Can that help you feel alive again as opposed to being forced to do something as opposed to doing something out of fear of not being a, not being good enough, not being successful enough, not being worthy enough, not being smart enough, being a failure, whatever it is, right? And the very last thing I would love to touch on is just how can you start to feel alive more? This energy of aliveness is so important. We are living, breathing things alive in our bodies. How can we connect with that more on a daily basis? And how can we be consciously aware of it? You know, what makes you feel alive? Have you asked yourself that lately? What makes you feel alive? Is it jumping in the ocean? Is it going for long walks in nature? You know, is it playing with your kids? Is it having a soulful connect connection with a girlfriend and like a really deep conversation over some red wine on the couch? You know, just sharing your heart. Is it working on a creative project? Is it going for a run? What makes you feel alive and how can you infuse that more? Because people forget the physiological component people forget the connection to the body when you need to make change we need to also make change in the body we need to anchor into the body and feel uh, feel the essence of aliveness in our body okay so i hope you have enjoyed this podcast i've loved it love, love, love doing it. I'm going to do more solo episodes and hopefully a few interviews coming up as well, which is going to be awesome. Thank you so much for being here on the pod. I hope you have the best day ever and we'll catch you soon for another episode on Fierce Female. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more Fierce femas, and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your. Top takeaway i would love to know what you got out of the show and this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life i love you thank you for listening wishing you all the love light and fierceness and we'll see you soon